Hello and welcome to Peace of Me, the podcast by Zalando. I'm Jenny Matos, your host and Senior Program Manager for Partner Services here at Zalando. In each episode, I welcome an inspirational expert from Zalando to take a deep dive into our exciting and multifaceted industry and also share lots of practical tips and trends to help you on your own career and work journey. Each guest brings in three items as they reveal their motivations, stories, and what they've learned along the way. A piece that is close to their heart, one from their career, and one from their role at Zalando. So, in today's episode, I have Isabel Rocher, Director, Connected Network Commercial. Hi, Isabel. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Hi, Janine. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Me too, especially because you already have so much experience with podcasts. I'm going to touch that later, but we have to, of course, talk about your podcast that you started in France, right? So it's in French. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, I cannot share that in English because it was really... Uh... The purpose was to gain more traction in the French market. But yeah, I think we touch it later on anyhow. Yeah. Who I am? I'm Isabel. Uh, I have a French second name, but I'm originally German. But I live since 30 years in France, so longer in France than I have ever lived in Germany. So I'm happy to be back since uh, last year. So I joined Zalando in July last year, and I was taking over the role of Director for Commercial at Connected Network. So uh, Connected Network is the uh, B2B logistics solution. So we have, uh, we are currently driving a new offering into the market, into a B2B market, which consists by building a logistics network or ecosystem where our partners, but also external merchants that are not yet selling on the Zalando platform can use our logistics services. It is to create a purpose also in, when it comes to sustainability and to look into how we can sell fashion differently. So basically what is very annoying for a lot of our partners is to split their stock. So it means that if they start selling over the in shops, but also on Zalando and other sales channels, they basically need to split their assortments and send them to different warehouses. Our offering is to say we offer you Europe out of a box. So you can basically give us your assortments And we deal with it. It's really nice that we're actually talking in the podcast about it because we might reach even more people to actually see what Zalando is also doing behind the scenes, how we're trying to be more sustainable and collaborating with other stores or e-commerce. Yeah, we really would like to build this ecosystem where everybody is happy to play with and find benefits. But at the end of the day, for me, the most important thing is stopping unnecessary overproduction. Uh, and again, we don't say that we can tackle that alone. And it is not the only solution that will help, but we would like to be part of it. So for today's episode, as each of my guests also does, you also brought three items. Which three pieces did you bring for me and everyone who's listening? I really could not bring all the pieces with me because I was looking into what was close to my heart. And this is, of course, my family, my friends, and uh, I love my cats. So I was not thinking about taking my two cats with me it would be too funny. But what I have thought to bring with me is a book. So um, what I'm currently doing, and this is really, really close to my heart. So I'm trying since a couple of years already to become a better version of myself. And I'm reading a lot of books, but I'm also doing a lot of uh, self-assessment my own. So from time to time, checking in, looking into my areas of improvement where I would like to, to become better. And uh, I'm currently looking or reading a book that is called 21 Days to Find Your Purpose. 
And this is not because I have no purpose in my life, but I want to double check if the purpose that I have been given myself is still valid. Basically, every day you do a little bit of journaling and you address different things. So, for example, you check in what are your life values or who am I actually? So how do I see me? And then comes the fun part, because, of course, I share that with friends and family and I would like to get their feedback to see if I'm close to it or not. So this is something that I brought with me because this is something that I have basically with me 24-7 for the time being. Does it also explain why 21 days? I know that they say your body needs 21 days to get adapted to new changes. Exactly this one. Yeah, you have 21 days to go into a mode where you're journaling on a regular basis. So it doesn't mean that you have to write half an hour. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like reflecting what happened over the day and how does it tie back into your purpose. Then you get a little bit used to journaling overall. And uh, for me, I figured out it helped me. So there are two things for me that helps me getting away from we all have a little bit of a stressful day sometimes. So it's either walking or running or journaling because you put something on a paper and it goes out of your head. I tried also actually journaling like the beginner's version, which is a six minutes journal. And that's also so supposed to help you be also more grateful and thankful for the small things. A lot of mindfulness as well, isn't it? That's my second big topic I love to discuss <laughs> always because it is something that I have learned over the time to live in the present moment and not think about what do I do next, what is coming next, and then perhaps also being a little bit afraid of it. Just go in and say, hey, here I am and this is my time for me. Yeah, it's brain training because it's not easy. And when you start with it, you definitely go out of it because I started then thinking on my bloody to-do lists as always. And I learned <laughs> to go away and to say, okay, stop now. And then just let go my thinking. But I love to do it. It is really, really helpful in very stressful moments. Do you also have any goal that you want to achieve after 21 days, professionally, personally, something? Really, this for me, it's a check-in on, on my purpose. So I have a little bit of an idea of what I would uh, like to do in my life. So for example, I'm I get my energy out of different things. But one of the biggest things is... Yeah, to help people, to coach people, to share my experience with people, to lead people. This is something where I would like to become better. And this goes from professional into personal life, into whatever. And one of my personal goal is still to become an Ikigai teacher. I would like to take a certification one day when I have a little bit of more time. That's absolutely not today. Um, but this is something I would like to do. Can you explain what that is? I have never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, Ikigai is a, coming from Japan. So basically, it helps yourself being balanced. So it means that it looks into your purpose. So why are you there on earth? So what are you good at at work? What are you good at in your personal life? How you could become better on thinking of where you really stand in your life and what you would like to do out of it. And um, I was starting looking into that when I got my kids. Because I didn't want them to become mini-me's, <laughs> but more uh, to ensure that I give them something as a baseline and then they can start from there. Isabel, you brought three pieces. We covered the first one. Let's now talk about the second one, which is about your career journey. So my second piece. So I have thought around that a little bit. 
And I was thinking I will talk about my recent MBA that I was doing. I originally and initially was studying journalism. I really wanted to become a, a journalist and uh, started my studies, nearly completed them. When I say nearly, I got a scholarship to France and left uh, university uh, the year before I could finish my master's stu uh, studies. I went off to France and then private life came in, I met my husband and stayed there. So I did a, a different kind of study finishing thing in France. And then I was also pretty much fast pregnant. So I stayed home two years and uh, was happy to have my baby boy with me. And then um, my husband went off traveling the world for two years with a professional tennis player on the ATP tour. So um, I was thinking, okay, what's next for me then? So I was moving a little bit back to Germany, close to my family and started working. Whatever I am doing today, I learned it from scratch. So I have a lot of practical and experiences. And back in COVID times, where we all had a little bit of a full stop in, in business because we were sitting at home and I was thinking, okay, this is perhaps the time now looking into an online uh, MBA to figure out what I learned from scratch and on practical and on experience. What does it mean in theory? I just wanted to have access to knowledge. I'm super keen of learning every time. I wanted to find a snackable content thing where I could dive in if I need to and um, get the knowledge that I, I was missing. So for me, a little bit of the financial background, but also understanding into innovation and so on. So I found one which gave me the time to study half an hour every day over the weekend to deep dive. And it took me 18 months. I really learned what does it mean digital marketing? Don't get me wrong. I scratched the surface, but enough with my experience to take something out of it. You know, in school, I was, I didn't like school. Yeah, I love to learn from doing it. Yeah. But this one I really enjoyed. So this was the first time in my life where I was sitting behind a screen and in front of books where I was thinking I'm really enjoying learning because it was practical. It was something where I could relate to. I mean, the difference between school and in the end doing an MBA is you choose that direction. In school, it's usually everything very general. It's a lot of different topics and you're a different age. So I think it's, it's really nice and something else to be proud of. I mean, with a full-time job, kids, the cats, the husband, the husband. <laughs> it's a lot of also self-motivation to actually go there and sit and, and study and in the end also finish the MBA. So congratulations for sure on that. Thank you. And I was really proud because I was amongst the 10 first ones who were finishing the cycle. That's a really nice second piece, your MBA diploma. Did you actually bring it with you or did you have it home hanging on your wall? No, but uh, I know where to find it. <laughs> Okay, so then let's move on to the third one, which is something that connects you to Zalando. Yeah, so um, I hate this answer, but it's true. I like fashion. I think I have a lot of colleagues where when you ask them, why are you working with Zalando? Of course, there are other things, but most often it's, I like this fashion piece and I like it's a, we are still kind of a startup, even though we become really now a big company and corporation, but It still feels young, refreshing. You still feel this mode. Before working for Zalando, I was working with Zalando. So basically was my customer. And I always love to come into Berlin and have the discussions with the different teams and also the e-commerce space. So it's not my first one. I was working for four years at Amazon 
And um, once I was out, I was working for some other companies and definitely wanted to come back in this space dedicated with fashion and, and building something completely new. And Zalando was able to offer me that. Building something totally new, that's the big project you were also talking about that you are working on now, right? Is it connected to our Stockholm hub that we are opening? Sure it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so the, the connected network or the uh, B2B logistics part, what we are building is a platform, yeah, and a platform that enables to connect our partners into other sales channels, but also with Zalando and the, and the networks. And having said we are building a platform means equal product management and we need engineering. And Stockholm is a very good base for engineers. And there's a huge pool of very talented engineers sitting over there. And therefore, the team has decided to open a hub in Stockholm, where we currently hired in, I think we are close to 20, 30 people already there. And um, we continue to hire into this hub, not only engineering and product, but basically we really wanted to get close to this talent hub in Stockholm. So it's in city center, really nice, uh, was there two weeks ago. So I really just can recommend to have a look into it. So that means that if anyone is interested in actually finding a job or seeing what the openings are for the Stockholm hub, they actually just have to go to our jobs website. Absolutely. And look into it. So jobs.zalando.de, go look if there is something open for all of you listening and apply to be part of this big Zalando family. Absolutely. And this absolute exciting project we are working on. You would definitely be part of something that is not existing in the space. And that can actually change the, the e-commerce world, so the B2B part of e-commerce. Um, Isabel, have you always been working B2B or were you actually before maybe B2C? I always have been working in B2B and I, I have not really planned anything in my life, but I'm taking always opportunities. So I, I entered the logistics space some 22 years ago. If you would have told me 30 years ago that I would work sometimes in logistics, I would have said, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I got the, the, the virus because logistics is absolutely not boring. It is super solution-driven super fast you have a lot of problem solving and it's so diverse and to be honest we saw it with covid if logistics is not performing the world stops before when we were talking also and i remember you mentioning that actually women in logistics is still something that is not very common and that you are actually working on making it more visible that logistics is something for every gender it's still male dominated but actually it's everyone can work in it so when I started working in logistics, and again, I was always working somehow related into sales, marketing, product management, but always in the logistics environment. And when I started, I was basically the only woman in a room. For me, I, I have never had any problem with that, but I saw that some other people sometimes struggled, but it also helped me grow. And I also had a lot of really, really, really good experiences. Yeah, So it's also really on both sides. So what I wanted to do over the last years, I wanted to ensure that girls in school hear about what opportunities they have. And you come in and you do some, some lecturing in, in business schools and then you say, basically, ladies, have you thought about the logistics area? And I wanted to ensure that I can give a little bit of my time 
to spread the message because when I wanted to hire and I still want to hire, I basically can only hire men. Don't get me wrong. I love men. <laughs> and it's super important that we have a diverse workforce. But I would love to have the opportunity to choose the best ones. But I would like also to have the opportunity to say it's a woman or a man. What I have here in Zalando is the first time ever I see that. If I look into our senior leadership team, we are more women than men. So thank you, Zalando. They're doing a good job in there. I mean, that's changed in the last years where you also see that Zalando is doing a step in that direction, just being more diverse. Yes, absolutely. So it's the first time that we have logistics discussions with a lot of women around the table. And it's refreshing for me. Isabel, it's been really nice talking to you. But I think we are nearly running out of time. But before we actually wrap it up, I would like to know if you have actually any last words, any tips for everyone who's listening. Yeah, so I would say it's for the woman out there, you know, that is close to my heart. Ladies, stay focused and true and honest with yourself. You can get there where you want. Live your dream. Those are really nice words to wrap this up. Thank you so much, Isabel, for being my guest today. It was really amazing talking to you. Thank you, Janine, for having me. It was a pleasure to be part of this podcast. For everyone listening, if you would like to give us any feedback, please feel free to drop us a message on our Instagram channel, Insights Orlando, send us a direct message or through LinkedIn. If you'd like to know more about careers at Zalando, go to jobs.zalando.de. Our next episode is coming in two weeks. And I'll be talking to another guest from Inside Zalando about life inside the fashion and tech retail industry. And of course, their three pieces of me.